How much more successful do you want me to be? More successful. How many records can my records break? More records. But, but I'm the best. But are you a different animal and the same beast? What the f does that mean, Kobe Bryant? All right, fellas, good morning. Uh, welcome back to the Rogue Sports Podcast. After a long break, we are back and we are better than ever. Today we are going to be going over the season so far for the Bruins, the Celtics, and the Patriots, who are going off right now. And we'll also be discussing the uh, Red Sox offseason. So we got a lot to get into, a lot of catching up to do, and it should be a good episode. Hell yeah. Now, would it be a rogue sports podcast if I didn't step out during the Bruins and Red Sox discussions? No, Me too. Not. Me too. So, yeah, for the Bruins. Um, all right, so we're going to get into the Bruins where Doug's just going to talk the whole time. All right. <laughs> Doug, how have the Bruins looked so far? Oh, thanks for asking, Jace. You're welcome. Um, well, so far the Bruins have been good, but not great. They have, last night I'll give them their, it was their second good win of the season. They're 9-5-0 currently. Uh, that's their actually their third straight five to two win. So I mean they're 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 on a little run right now, but throughout the season they've been uh, off and on. Um, I haven't been really impressed with our defending so far. I feel like we've given up a lot more goals than we really should have. But um, I think they can improve from there. But uh, right now they're looking good. They they have a hella games in hand on most of the teams above them. So I don't really have to worry about that right now where they sit in the standings because for some reason the scheduling's really fucked us over. But, um, yeah, we'll just move on from there because it's not that big of a deal because the Bruins are fucking amazing. They're going to be amazing. Woo! Hockey! Put it on the record. Also, my studs and duds for so far this season. Oh. So, three studs would uh, have to be, of course, Brad Marchand. He's leading the team in points. He's been an absolute star, and he's been killing it for my fantasy team. <laughs> uh, Charlie McAvoy is up to... He's been showing us the num- true def- number one defenseman. Uh, he's continued on that path. Uh, he's scoring goals, getting points. He's just been a stud. And then Coyle, has, who had a lot of doubts coming into the season from a lot of people, he's been stepping it up as center number two. And I love what I see from him. Some duds would have to be Pasta. I know it's early in the season, but I feel like he's missed a lot more chances than he should have. And he got his fifth goal of the season last night, so he, hopefully that heats him up a little bit. But um, we, we, I think it's just because we have such a high bar for Pasta when he doesn't reach it. Kind of disappointing. And my second one would be Craig Smith, who um he's he's been injury plagued so far. He's played in about nine of our fourteen games. He got his first point last night in a goal, and yeah, so I just expect more from him. And then if lastly, Linus Olmark, yeah, we signed him to a big uh, contract in the off season, and I feel like he hasn't been playing like spectacularly. Uh, he's made some really good saves, but I feel like he's given up a lot more goals and. For the contract we give him, I wouldn't. I thought he'd be the number one goalie, but he's doing half and half of Swayman. So it's been a little uh, unimpressive. So hopefully he uh, steps it up throughout the season, and the Bruins uh, keep going. That's all my. That's all my for my Bruins take. Can I ask a question from like, like a non hockey guy? Of course. Why do, like, and this may sound stupid, but like, why do? Why is there like a goalie timeshare? Like, why is that a thing? Oh, you mean like splitting time? Yeah. Um. Well, usually, when you have a true number one, you usually get in about two-thirds of the games. But I guess they, at this moment in time, they just don't really see the difference between the two. 
So okay. they're playing them half and half. Okay. But for the majority of the time, it's not half and half. Okay, so I always assumed that just, like, you put out your best goalie every night. I didn't think that's it was a I question. Thought. I mean, that's usually how it is. But once again, they, I, apparently uh, Bruce Cassidy doesn't see any discrepancy between the two. So goalie battle. Is yeah. Swayman just not as good as we thought he was? No, it would be Omark. He's not as good as we thought we were going to get. But Swayman had more games going into last night. It was 7-6 to six in his favor. Until, Are they both young? Uh, Swayman is. Omar's youngish. I think he's like late 20s maybe. I guess I just didn't really see the point of giving him a big contract when we have Swayman. But I don't know much. So I mean, I lot, I'm not going to lie. I was surprised too in the offseason when it happened. But, I mean, so far it's working for the Bruins' overall record. I just wish we – he hasn't been terrible. But, like, I mean, for his big contract, I feel like he would have – Set the bar a little higher. They had a, a little bigger gap between him and the young guy. Would you rather just see Swayman every every game? I don't know, because neither one of them have been overly impressive so far. I mean, they've been good. but like Just similar to how I described the Bruins, they've been good, but not great. But so, I mean, hopefully. As, I mean, it's still fit, what, 14 games into the season. We have a long way to go, a lot more uh, ups and downs. So, we'll see where it stands. Come playoff time, that's going to show who is the true number one starting in April. Okay. Okay. All right. Red Sox? Red Sox. Red Sox. Red Sox. I like Red Sox. You want to discuss the end of the season real quick? Uh, let's do it. All right. So, you go, You have this one. I, I, I'll talk a little bit. Um, so, I don't... Like, obviously, the ending was disappointing. When you're up on the Astros... And with kind of a what it felt like a very command even though we were only up two games it felt like we had like a stranglehold on the series it didn't feel like we were only up two games um plus being up 2-1 in the eighth in game three yeah it, four um so obviously the ending was disappointing that's never what you want but i don't want to let that kind of take away from the season that the red sox had when the beginning expectation was literally like second to worst to challenging the Ori- Orioles, probably the worst record in the East. And then to to do as well as they did, I don't think that should take away, the ending should just take away from all that. Obviously, there are things you'd like to change, but I think we're just, I think only way you can really look at this is we're on the upward trajectory, and it's only with, nowhere to go but up. Yeah. Very inspirational, Mike. was. Thank you. Thank you. Thank a, lot, you. a lot of building blocks from last season, mm. and we've proven to the rest of the league that we we can we can contend. He sounded like the coach of the Red Sox there. Not gonna lie, he did. It's a great season, but we got some we got some good things out of it, and we'll see what we can do next season. <laughs> we'll try our best to be productive. Give me Alex Cora communication skills, please. I would love nothing more. So just out of curiosity, what would your ideal off season look like? Just out um, of curiosity, just wondering. Not like um, schedule right <laughs> One. Pitching. Two. Pitching. Three. More pitching. <laughs> um, that's all we need. Our offense, would like a bat or two, yeah. Resign Schwarber, please, and then I'm, like, fine with the lineup because if you look at our guys, there's nowhere that a good bat can really play without taking away from another good bat. Whereas as starting uh, pitching and starting pitching in particular – uh, we need more guys. We we just lost Eddie to the Detroit Tigers. Um, we just we, we need guys. And I think there are two ways to go about signing pitchers. One, get a guy that's like closer to 30 and sign them to a three, four, five-year deal with some good money. Or get an older guy and give him a lot of money on short-term deals. 
And there are certain guys that kind of fit each category. And I have a few here. So for the older guys, the two that really stuck out to me that would really interest me, one that would be the cheaper option on a one-year is Corey Kluber. He played good for the Yankees when he was healthy last year. He would just be a solid mid-to-back mid rotation guy. Two, if you want to swing a little bigger, give Mad Max a good two-year deal for, like, give him, like, a little bit, give him, like, the Justin Verlander, but instead of 25 mil a year, give him, yeah, bump it up to, like, 30. So two-year for 60? Yeah. Interesting. It's probably, you could probably get him for that. If you're feeling dangerous. Yeah. Uh, feeling mad. Big dick Heim. Yeah, but then there's a lot of younger guys that kind of intrigue me. I kind of like that. I kind of like that route a little better. I like guys like Steven Matz, Kevin Gosman, Carlos Rodon, John Gray, and Jose Quintana are all guys that kind of intrigue me. As like, kind of like Eddie, kind of like Erod contracts in a way. Give them good money. Not great money, but good money over like a longer period of time. So they'll take it floor is yours all right um i'm gonna i feel like we could make improvements offensively i'll start there obviously pitching but we'll get into it but pitching or hitting i think the i think the uh priority got to be to re-sign schwerber and if for whatever reason that's not possible i wouldn't mind a jorge soler because what you saw in the postseason i wouldn't mind seeing that over the green monster okay um and because i feel like we need to fill a hole at second base I feel like a cheap option could be bring back Jose Iglesias. Because I honestly do believe, I truly do believe, the Red Sox wouldn't have made the postseason last year if Jose Iglesias didn't come in. Retweet. He was just unreal. He, he He's like an automatic out defensively. And he improved his hitting a lot. And so he's a legit threat for us. And it, he, I think I don't know, he's brought morale up. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, if you're feeling dangerous, if if Haim woke up one morning and was like, just said, fuck it, I want to go, go win a World Series... Uh, I think we ought to go sign Marcus Semyon. Because, like, that's, like, that's, like, that's my big goal, free agent, fielding-wise. Fielding uh, I just think he's a stud. And I think he would destroy over the green monster. He's been, he's been uh, the last few years, he's been unreal. And I think, and it would also, not only would it help us, it would just hurt the Blue Jays. And it would be so fucking <laughs> True. dope. So awesome. All right, now, to get to the pitching, st- pitching uh, criteria for our offseason. I would like it if, um... Starting pitching wise, if we got one of the big three of Scherzer, Rodon, Ray, because those guys are just all studs, and I think if you can't go wrong with any of those three, but if you get one of those guys, that'd be a total win in the off season. But if for whatever reason that's not possible, I think cheaper options could be a Marcus Stroman, who I think Red Sox fans should love him, even if he doesn't come here, just because of how much hate he has for the Yankees. Like he is just a pure hatred for the Yankees. He chirps their team, chirps their players, chirps their front office like that guy's just a g sounds like a red sox player that's what i'm talking about and he's good could you picture like a game where he starts against the yankees against garrett cole and then he 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 just beams aaron judge in the head that would be unreal and then the bench is like oh i would love that. the rivalry's back baby i miss that stuff and then another option would be steven matt i think he'd be a productive guy i think he's pretty comparable to erod i think it'd be a, a a simple swap between those two guys and in the bullpen uh, a couple of guys from the Astros I'd like are Kendall Graveman or Brooks Raley. I think those guys, we saw firsthand in the LCS, how good they are. And I wouldn't mind those guys helping us out in our pretty shaky bullpen from last season. And then the last guy would be Ricey Iglesias. 
I don't think you can go with enough closers. And I think this one adds up more after I tell you about my, my trade scenarios that I'd like. Or trade players. I don't have scenarios. I was unprepared. <laughs> um, so two guys I would like to trade are Bobby Dahlbeck. Because in two years, we're going to have Tristan Cassis up and he's going to be taking up first base. I highly believe that he'll be better than Bobby. Even if we don't, even if, that, even if that's not our mindset right now, I think if we re-sign Schwarber, there's really no room for Bobby. At least next season. Because JD will be in DH or left field. And the same thing with Schorber. will be at first base or left field. Depending on where JD plays. Yeah. I just don't think there's any room for Bobby. And I think there's really no need. And I think we should trade him before he uh, goes from average value to no value. And then my last guy would be Matt Barnes. Because he was an all-star last season. He was a stud. At the all-star break. Uh, he got a contract extension, and then I don't know what happened. I think I don't know if he just like forgot how to pitch, or because all of a sudden after he got his contract extension, he was terrible. Like he was just god awful, and he it was up to the point where he was left off the LCS roster. <laughs> That's nuts. Like he went from being an all star closer to getting left off the playoff roster. He was the best reliever in baseball the first half of the year. That's embarrassing. And there's really no room for him anymore on the team. He's just not good enough to be our closer or even apparently on the roster. So, yeah, goodbye. That would be the ideal. And that's that's my take for the Red Sox ideal offseason. Uh, I'm, you've been given your instructions. Yeah. I, I, will, work, buddy. I will say, uh, I really like the Jose Iglesias one. That I want him. Like, badly. I, I think I would rather him play than Christian Arroyo right now. Uh, Arroyo? Arroyo's... I like Arroyo, too. He's a good bench guy. Yeah. Um, Marcus Simeon? It all depends how many years he wants. He's 31, so I wouldn't give him a huge contract. Yeah. Uh, he'll be like four years, maybe 100. If you give him four or five, then you get to the point where he may be blocking Marcelo Mayer for I'm making saying. his debut. Because you have to remember we have him. So if you give him any more than like a... Maybe three years, 75. Four-year max, yeah. But thing is, will he take it? Because you know another team... Another team will probably give him a six-year. I mean, he's not a priority signing. He's just like the dream, like, if you want to make a huge splash. Yeah, but you know how Haim's all about building into the future. Yeah, and so he's probably not the idea. He's he, probably not the target. He just got the best, the best player in the draft, and he's... I don't think it's a stretch to say Marcelo is probably the future of the franchise... Yeah, a lot of people are saying he's our he's our future star. Um, so I I don't want anything impeding his path. So I kind of like the idea of like stitching together second base, and then by the time he comes up, we can Xander is going to be in his mid thirties, and we can swap him over to second. That's the ideal dream scenario for the future. Rafi and Marcelo on the left side. Oh my god, with Xander at second and Casas at first. Yeah. Marcelo will. Because we were talking about this before before we started filming, about how Rafi's gotten better, but he's still probably an average third baseman. Yeah, defensively. Marcelo, in his range, and just the... If you watch any video on the way, he... I, I creamed watching him field infield balls. Um, <laughs> sorry, I had to get that out of the way. Interesting. I uh, clip it. Wha- wha- <laughs> That's going on TikTok, yeah. No, it's not. Uh, um, uh, but, no, <laughs> jokes aside, if you watch him play, he's so good, and it all just looks so smooth. His range and his fielding ability will help Rafi out tremendously as well. Because having a great shortstop and having one with range helps out the third baseman because they don't have to worry about it as much. When you know you got someone next to you. Like, 
Carlos Correa and Alex Bregman, for example, both are great fielders, like outstanding fielders. You don't think it helps that each of them has the other one right next to him to help him out? Yeah. I think it does. I think it helps a lot. And obviously it doesn't hurt when his uh, Marcelo's big league comparison to a Corey Seager bat of a Brandon Crawford glove. Yeah. He doesn't really get much better than that. And uh, it's hard not to get hyped for this guy. I think he's a f- in like two years, he'll be the, probably the number one prospect in baseball when he until he comes up. Yeah. Not, that that always lives up to the hype. Can't That's always dope. Got him at four. Yeah. Like, he could have been the number one overall pick. How high he debuted on the prospect chart right when he got drafted kind of just goes to show. Did he? Was he top 10 immediately? I think he was like 20, like 19 or 20, if I remember correctly, on, on like the MLB pipeline thing. Hmm. Yeah. It won't be long until he's number one before he comes up. Seriously. Okay. I yeah. It's right. that Wander Franco hype. Is it Celtics time? It is yeah. Celtics time. Perfect. All right. Tag, well, tag Jason. I'm back, boys. I'm back. All right, we got to talk about the Celtics and how crappy they are. So, um, does someone want to get into the injuries? I mean, there's not, not really many besides Jalen Brown give and your, Rob give Williams. Give general and opinions on the Celtics, then we can get into them so far. I mean, the, the only thing is, injuries, I know it's been Robert Williams in and out and Jalen Brown's out, but that's not the problem. It's, it's the fucking blowing the leads and... The Boston Celtics are just horrific. They're doing what they usually do. We thought the new coach would make some changes, but they lose disappointing games. Like, they need to, like, easy games. They lose easy games, and they blow leads. That's just what they do. And it's been like that all season. They've won against the Lakers, which is nice, you know. They've won some games that they should win and some games that they, like, would ideally like to win, like, against the Lakers. The funny piece of the Lakers. When they're playing easy teams, they just lose. It's, it happens every year. Mm. It's I honestly have no idea about this team because the offense is shaky. There's really no bench presence, Excuse, with the exception of oh, Shooter's been starting most of the season. Well, yeah, because Jalen's hurt. Yeah, well, that doesn't count if he's on. Uh, he's going to be a bench presence. We have he, a bench well, presence. He wasn't that great when Jalen was playing. He's only stepped up more when he started on that starting role. Then mm-hmm. Josh Richardson's been good off the bench, so I'll give him that. But the defense has been stellar, for being honest. Like. I mean, they've had their, like, game when they haven't been. Like, early in the season, they were terrible. I forget, like, when they turned it around, though. But at a certain point, like, they just became unreal. They've had, I think they've had, like, seven times already when they've held the, not seven, like, maybe four or five times when they've held the team to, like, below 90 points. That's nuts nowadays. That, that's very hard to do. I mean, like, the thing is also, they're capable of losing to the Cavs. But then they're also capable of beating a mostly healthy Lakers, right. a 20-piecing a mostly healthy Lakers team without Jalen Brown and without Rob Williams. Right. So, like... Why do I? I don't know what to make of this team. I can't. Like, I, I'm pretty. I'm a pretty uh, pessimistic person. I feel like if you covered the podcast, you would know. Like, so like naturally, I'm gonna say they're terrible because they're nine and eight, and it's the Boston Celtics. They shouldn't be. But like, I think they're better than what their record probably says. So like, they just need to put it all together. Did I just say something optimistic? Yeah. Maybe. Like, <laughs> I don't. I consider myself a very optimistic fan, and I kind of put my faith in them even when they don't deserve it. Yeah. A lot of times. But I I agree I I I don't think they're that I don't think they're as bad as they've played, like if if you watch them over the past like week to ten days, they've looked pretty damn good, and that's without their co-star, and probably our third best player, arguably, Rob's arguably the third best. Um, if you watch him play, his impact he probably has the third to fourth highest like impact on the game. If you watch the games. He's starting now, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he and Al are playing side-by-side side together. Can we which... talk about how Al has been? 
I love Al, man. <laughs> I love Al. <laughs> I did not expect much coming into the coming into the season from him. Um, I was like, I was very happy when we traded for him. I kind of forget you guys' opinion on that trade, but like, I was very happy I when we happy got too. him. I was happy Kemba was gone. Bro, the Knicks fans sucks, are turning man. on Kemba already. Shocker! <laughs> it's almost like it's New York. They're it's turning. Like he stinks now. The Knicks tried to poach our best two of our best free agents, and they they already hate both of them. <laughs> Who was the other one? Fournier. Fournier. Oh, they hate man. both of them because last year they hung their hat on defense, and they were like, "We got two scores," and now they're they still don't have any number one scorers, <laughs> and their defense isn't nearly as good because they got Kemba and Evan Fournier on the team. <laughs> They have a good record. I think they're first in the East. Or not, no, the Nets are first in the division. Mm-hmm. They were first. They were doing good. But I'm, I, I'm not impressed with the fact that our young guys haven't improved at all. If anything, they've regressed. And it's annoying. Because, like, Pritchard was so good last year. Now he barely plays. Neesmith is just ass. Play Neesmith. Dude, free Neesmith. Free Neesmith. I've been saying it since, like, the first episode of the pod. Free Neesmith. Whose minutes are you taking away, though? It doesn't have to be one particular player. Like, just... I stand by this. Start him. When fully healthy, start him. Who are you you taking off the starting roster lineup? Smart. Neesmith. Jalen at the three, Tatum at the four, Rob at the five. Benching Al. Bench Al. What? Respectfully, Bench Al. I feel like it's I'm just sorry. a confidence thing with Neesmith. You gain confidence by playing. Exactly. You can't, get, you, you can't get in a rhythm or get too much confidence when you're getting consistent minutes. Do you yep. remember last year, at the end of the year, when we started actually playing him? Mm-hmm. Brad put him in. He was going nuts. Even when he wasn't shooting, you felt his his energy was just... It, it was everything. It was everything you want from him. Mm-hmm. It's kind of regressed with the new coach. It's like he has to earn the respect of the new coach again, yeah. which is kind of frustrating. But I'm hoping it's like last year. And, or I'm hoping it happens earlier than it did last year, but I'm hoping he earns that respect again. All right. Pat's time? It's Pat's time, baby. It's time. All right. Well, the New England Patriots are, are that dude. They're that uh, dude. No, Mac Jones dude. is that dude. Mac Jones, Mac Jones is McCorkle, that dude. Baby. <laughs> Let me just say that Bill Belichick got his guy. It's awesome. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but Belichick got his guy. He knew it was a run-first team from the get-go. He needed a passer that can just get the wide receivers the ball. That's all he needed to do, just accurate passer. You don't need a running quarterback. You got the run game already. You need an accurate passer. He got that, and now we're good. Bring on the Buffalo Bills. It wouldn't take us one season of sucking. Uh, not even we sucking. didn't even we're suck. We were but average. Was, yeah, yeah, one season of average, and now we're back. And, and we got about 15. People, when Tom Brady left, people were like, oh, yay, the Patriots are going to suck now. Nope. <laughs> oh, that's never coming anytime soon. We're back. We're, we're back, baby. The next 20 years is our dec- two decades. We're back. I'm so happy. You're, you're not putting much faith in your boy Mahomes. In Mahomes, or we didn't. Yeah, we didn't interesting win. sweatshirt. We didn't <laughs> realize he was wearing the Mahomes sweatshirt. I didn't even realize he was wearing the Mahomes sweatshirt when I said that. Mahomes, the best quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> disagree. Smash the dis- disagree button. The best quarterback in the NFL isn't currently playing. <laughs> Sean 
Tom Watson's dick. All right, let's put. A, I'll put a pause on that one. All right. <laughs> this is this is a Sean Watson mention every episode. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, but that's my counter to to Mahomes. Yeah. How many right. rings does Watson have? He may not have rings. How many cases does Mahomes have? Zero. That's what I thought. We got the numbers on our sides. <laughs> uh, you can have that one. But anyways, back to the uh, the priority. Mac Jones. Yes. <laughs> He's looked legit. He could cut down on turnovers. He has eight picks and four fumbles. So, I mean, even... even He's overall, He's gonna yeah, I, I don't get mad at the picks. Yeah. Some of them aren't even his fault earlier in the season. But, like, when you're, like... When you're, like, 18 of 20 and you throw a pick, it's like... All right, that's okay. It depends on, like, the uh, importance of the pick, or, like, right. if it was a dumb throw. I feel like most of the picks aren't when, like, picks would be catastrophic to the team. Yeah, that, that like, that one against the Falcons, I can't yeah. be mad at that, because no. you want him to throw it downfield. I mean, it was a bad decision, I feel like, but it didn't really matter, because they were up by, like, 30. It looked like he had made up his mind that he was just going to take that deep shot to Janu before the snap, mm-hmm. and he didn't really take any reads because he was doubled. Yeah, it was a bad throw. It's like he was just like, all right, I've been dinking and dunking. I'm going to take my shot this time. I got Janu going down, and like, yes, but no. Like you, you gotta send a few guys deep there and make a read. He's also the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. That's wild. He's a seventy point two completion percentage. Respectfully, that's easy to do when all the passes are inside the ten. But I see your point. I was just gonna say, he's Cam couldn't do it. He's yeah, like you're the, not wrong. He's the epitome of a Patriots quarterback, which is kind of cool to see because like the definition of a Patriots quarterback. Is usually short dump offs. <laughs> That's what people would make fun of Tom Brady for all the time. They'd be like, "Oh, he's not actually that good. He just throws short passes." But then he was Tampa and for people. But if really it good. if it ain't broke, we ain't fixing it. What's so. facts? Sorry, he's the best rookie quarterback. Sorry, Trevor Lawrence. He's actually the best quarterback in the NFL. So. Second best. <laughs> he's all right, Mike. Would you say? And say yes. Is Mac Jones better? And Patrick Mahomes. Yes! I'm sorry. I just don't want that on the internet that I said that. <laughs> I do. Yes, yes, yes. You better clip that. It's already clipped. Uh, Good. Um, if you ask me, would I trade Mac Jones with Deshaun Watson right now? Heck yeah, I would! Bring him in! I love you, Mac! But come on, man. Come on, man. Deshaun. There's no way they're giving up Mac Jones ever. Deshaun's my man. I feel like the Deshaun dream. His values. Deshaun's values. His core values. (laughs) You're doing good. (laughs) Uh, I think like 20 to 25 will never disagree. He's got numbers, I was kind of hoping he'd get traded before the deadline. I I would have loved for him to go to like, as much as I hate it in division, I would love him on like Miami. It would be cool. Be cool. Clearly, that's where he wants to go. He's a warm weather kind of guy. Mm. Okay, I know this is kind of off script, but okay. We have plenty of time, so this is what we're gonna do. Little game here, because we're kind of done with everything on the. We didn't talk about how the boys have rallied. Oh, the we... boys have rallied. Let's do that first. Boys have rallied. No, the Pats. We talk about the Pats. What? Okay. The remaining schedule is kind of tough. Two of the Bills, Bills twice, and, and yeah. the Titans next week, and the Colts. Yeah. What do you have to see from the team to really be happy with that? I think you have to split with the Bills. The Titans game, yep. just compete if you do lose or and beat the Colts. Yep. See, I think we beat the Titans. 
I mean, they are injury riddled, well so we could. could. If you take out AJ Brown, what are they gonna do? Yeah, because they're so. gonna take out AJ Brown because they're the best at taking out your and, number one guy. And Julio's not gonna play, and neither is Derek. Right, because he's I on mean. IR. Yeah. All they have to do is double, like, like they don't, like, they d- double Julio. Who are they going to throw to? Julio's not playing. I mean, Julio, I meant A.J. Brown. Who are they going to throw to? That's facts. They're, that's, it's going to be a tough stretch, but I think they can do it. I know they're a good team, but. I, I think they will beat the Titans, too, yeah. So half, they're only a half game back at Buffalo right now. Mm. We need Buffalo to lose this week. If we do that, we'll be tied. <sighs> Fifth and eighth. But Doug doesn't want that because he has Josh Allen on his fantasy team. I mean, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Josh Allen can score yeah. five touchdowns. We just need to score six. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also have Michael Pittman on the Colts. So if Michael, Pitt, Michael Pittman's getting like six touchdown catches, but Josh Allen's running in for like five, I mean, I'll, I'm okay with that. Uh, Tredavious White has a has a word for Michael Pittman this week. <laughs> Is Michael Pittman going to make the best out of himself and beat up Trey White? Yes. No. I think so. If he does, Doug, I will give you something. I don't know what, but I'll give you a high five. I don't want it. No. I, don't, I don't take three and seven high five, fives. Then I'll, um, I'll give you a high five even though you don't consent to it. The case. The, Sh- the Deshaun Watson method. Yes. Can we talk about, like, over our five-game winning streak, we've won by an average of 25 points a game. That's wild. And the teams, like, even the Chargers are included in that, too. Yeah. Granted, those have some outliers as we've. 38-piece and 41-piece the Jets and Browns. So, but like, the Browns was good, too. Browns are yeah. a good team. I mean, yeah. they also were missing their top running backs. But still. Like, Dearness Dearness Johnson Johnson still rushed the job for 100 done. yards. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like they didn't have a run game. It's just, the, I feel like it was all Baker's fault, dude. Baker was kind of ass. We bottled him up. Yeah, exactly. Dude's so bad. We bottled it up. Put a little cap on it. Put a little nice bow on it. Fucking threw it up. And That's what happened. Did you not see it like that? I just didn't understand that reference. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. That's what happened? Yeah. You didn't watch the game? Grab his dick and I'll twist it. <laughs> okay. <Have> the boys <laughs> What the Is fuck that was that? that? <laughs> you know, a little... Nope. nope. The old dick twist. <laughs> All right, not like that. Like... All right, wait, let's play, your little, seen that video? let's play your little game, Goop. Let's play your little fucking game. All right, All right Mike. Okay, um... What do you got? I'm excited. So... You have a lot of big quarterbacks that could be on the move this week. Aaron Rodgers. The Russell Wilson rumors are swirling. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. Let's just say those three. Then you've got a lot of teams, a lot of teams, that are going to be gunning for those guys. So you got the respected teams that they're on. I'll take Houston out because they're probably going young. So you got Green Bay, Seattle. you got Denver. You got Pittsburgh. You got Miami. You got who else needs a who, who else needs a quarterback? You say Denver. Yeah. Uh, who else needs a quarterback? Carolina. Yeah. So you got all these teams that are probably a quarterback away from being really really good, and to Seattle and Green Bay, you know, I don't take Green Bay out because they drafted a quarterback first round. So you got those teams. Where do you want to see each quarterback go and why? I mean. So are we talking about who are the quarterbacks that we're talking about? Just Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson. For Rodgers, I feel like I'd want to. Like I wouldn't want to see. Put him. Cleveland in that mix. All right. Put Cleveland in. You don't think Baker's the guy? No, I don't think Cleveland thinks Baker's the guy. Okay. I feel like Rodgers would be the best fit in Denver or Pittsburgh. I wouldn't want to see him in either one of those places, but like I feel like that's his best fit off mm-hmm. of Green Bay. Russell. Wisconsin's in Ohio, right? 
Or it's close to Ohio? I mean, relatively. It's right. in Ohio. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, oh, you're kidding? Yeah. <laughs> Russell Wilson, I could see him on the Browns. Mm. He, he likes that yeah. cold weather. He went to college in Wisconsin. And then Deshaun Watson, Miami, I think is his biggest fit. I think Deshaun would be so good. So good in Cleveland. That I would love. Because, like, Cleveland isn't just really good. They're really young, too. Yeah. So add an elite, elite, elite young quarterback. They're going to be good for, like, 15 years. Yeah. Like, legitimately. They'd be a problem. Like, bro, they'd be so good. That's a good take. Um, Give Russ to Pittsburgh. Because I feel like... Pittsburgh is known as, like, an old, crickety team. Crickety? Literally. Yeah. Let me go off. Replace Big Ben with Russ, and that changes. Like, everything changes. Like, who are the old guys on that team now? Russ. Really? It it just lies in Ben. So, replacing Ben for Aaron Rodgers, yeah, that'd be nasty. But that would only be for another few years. I think Rodgers can last a while. Does he want to last a while, though? I could see it. I don't know. He's an interesting man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd kind of have a similar approach. I'd obviously have Deshaun on the Dolphins because it seems like the Dolphins desperately want Deshaun and Deshaun defer- desperately wants the Dolphins. I feel like that's just how it's going to end up going. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Between Denver and Pittsburgh, I'd probably say Denver's better for him. I don't know. Really? That's just me, though. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like he wants to go to Denver, too, over the Steelers. I don't know why, but I would say Denver for him, and then for Russell Wilson. Hmm. Let's think here. Um, Russell Wilson would be pretty good in Carolina. Yeah. I like that. But, obviously, they just got Cam, and they have Darnold injured, so I don't know what they're doing, but if... The stars aligned, and he did end up going to Carolina. That would be good because he's he has some good pass options there, and obviously has Christian McCaffrey too. Yeah. You know, and their defense up. is pretty good this year too. Yeah, they've got they got Henderson and Gilmore at the like, yeah. via the trade. Yeah. So yeah, those are my teams. Respectfully, let, let's let's just let's start a little debate here. Okay. What makes Denver a better option than Pittsburgh? I think he has they have better have a better uh, supply of wide receivers. They're also, oh yeah. You say that, rattle them off, and the only thing well, who's, who's significantly right now, better yeah. than Deontay Claypool and Juju? I think Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler. I don't know if they're all going to be there next year. Yeah, Juju's a free agent. Juju, I'd be surprised if Juju went anywhere. Mm, I wouldn't. They're about to get. They'd have to give a quarterback one of those one of those quarterbacks. If, if big they money. don't get another quarterback, Juju's out of there. I think definitely, but I don't know what's going to happen if they do. Um, yeah, just like. Denver better. Denver also has a better defense, I feel like. No. I disagree with that completely. I think they have a better defense. I think the only... Like, Denver, has, Denver has better corners, and that's about it. They have a better but, secondary. Actually, no, yeah, they have a better secondary. Well, Minka Fitzpatrick's really good. Yeah, they have Minka. Ah. They have Devin Bush. He's a, he's a linebacker. Yeah, but he still plays... He, he still plays in coverage. I'm, t- I, I'm saying so the, the corners are, you, are bad. Are you talking about the linebacker? Are you counting linebackers as sec- secondary? No, I'm, ju- I'm just saying the corners are the only thing that... That Denver has better. I'm not calling them. I'm not calling them in the secondary. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I also don't know if Pittsburgh has the balls to get rid of Big Ben. No, they don't. They're going to after this year. I don't, I don't know. Get if it wants he retires, I don't think they have the balls to cut him, like yeah. you said. That's, that's what I was thinking. They don't get the chops. I think if they don't, they're a loser franchise. They're they already are. Nobody <laughs> likes the Steelers. They really aren't a loser. They're, like, they're, they're one of the most respected organizations in the league. No, I don't respect them. They win a lot, but they also lose a lot. I also don't like them. They're also like, like the really Steelers. hated, which is great. Because of Juju. TikTok boy. Fuck Juju. Fuck TikTok boy. Yeah. Do we have anything to talk about? Yeah. Anything else? I think that's, that's it. Wrap I think it that's it. I think that's it. Is that our, the first podcast in a while? Yeah. Guys, I'm, I'm kind of sad it's over. I'm not going to lie. I was hyped for this. This is a good episode. Yeah. Run the numbers back up on our account. Yes. I'm you sorry we've deal. been silent. We've been... S- code silent. We've been educating. We've been being educated. We've been, get, we've been coming better Samaritans. Yes. Not me. Yeah, you've been, you've been getting educated in the ways of wires and electrical <laughs> stuff. That's why you want to electrocute yourself. <laughs> Coop would. Yeah. <laughs> I might do it for fun. Actually, no, I trust Coop with my electrical. I'd let him do the electrical in my house. You're d- d- for you got a dad. No, Mike, I'm, I'm just saying I trust you. It doesn't matter that I have a dad that's an electrician. Thank you. All right, let's sign off. All right, I'm going to just run through our socials real quick. We got Twitter, we got Instagram, we got Twitter, we got Twitter, and then we got Twitter, and then we got TikTok. And of course, YouTube. And yeah, YouTube. Which you should be watching on this right now. Yeah, I feel like Twitter is where we need more. And listen on Spotify. That's why I said it like four times. Twitter. And then listen on Spotify. We got all these links in the description, as usual. We got timestamps, too, because I am the greatest editor ever. Is it true? And then... See no lies. Yes. And then we'll have some TikToks up soon. We got some Instagram posts with Fancy Season. Yes. 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 Anything else? No. No? No. All right. Woo-woo. Okay. It was a good episode. It was great to see everybody. Run the numbers back up. Run the numbers back up. We missed you. Adios.